Are you ready to open your private practice this summer and make the leap into entrepreneurship? Introducing Make the Leap, our new offering by the Successful Nurse Coaches. Make the Leap is a four-month group coaching program that is designed to help you create your first paid client. Join our experienced lead coaches, Sean and Amy, as they guide you through the Successful Nurse Coach Method, helping you create your first paid client in 30 days or less. Not only will you get access to our course that teaches you all the things on how to create clients in a non-icky way, will also be personalized mentorship, weekly group calls, and actionable steps to launch your business from just beginning into the Paid Coach Club. Since we are not running new mentorship groups this summer, we didn't want to leave those of you who are ready to begin hanging out in space waiting for the next group to start. This group is a great way for new coaches who have yet to begin their coaching practice or for coaches who have five paid clients or less. This is the most affordable way to work with our team. So be sure to check out the link in the bio. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. On this podcast, Laura and Shelby, both board-certified nurse coaches, show you how to make as much money as you want in private practice as a nurse coach. Hello and welcome back, everybody, to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. It is the 100th episode today. A hundred episodes, a hundred weeks of us showing up with you here on Monday mornings. And oh my gosh, we have so much just to like reflect and talk about today. This is going to be, this is an episode for Laura and Shelby. This is a, a natural, <laughs> a natural time for us to pause and reflect and, and just be in some gratitude. So a preemptive thank you for just holding the space and listening while we, while we, kind of swim in in this milestone together um yeah I think back on uh when we first started I have a very vivid memory of like whenever we were trying to get the podcast off the ground and you were in Texas it was like either January I think it was January and we were in a hotel lobby and I'm like ferociously planning out (laughs) emails and I'm I'm getting our launch team and I like the energy was insane behind this podcast to get so it fun going that was it really was so fun. fun and <laughs> you know like it was a lot of energy on our end and it was really cool because the energy was very quickly reflected back from all of you of yeah. just like kind of like pumping us up and saying how much you appreciate it and how much you listen and um yeah wow like 100 episodes we're here that was fast <laughs> that was so quick yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. We've recorded in many, many different houses now. You in three different houses. I've recorded in three different houses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've had a baby since we started this podcast, like an actual baby, you know? Yeah. It's it's wild. I guess the podcast went live in like February of 2022. So we're creeping up kind of like right on the year mark here. And, uh, or two year mark. Two year mark. Yeah. And um, wow. It's just a lot of the impact that Laura and I create in the world is not precisely measurable. Um, we can measure like how much income our clients make 
which is over 3 million, by the way, for this year, which is really dope. Um, and there's a whole bunch of things that we can't measure, like the inner transformation that we help facilitate, that our team helps facilitate. But this is another benchmark that we can kind of like hang our hat on and be like, yeah, dude, look at us. Look at us. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, we were brainstorming on what we wanted to do today. I think it's it's cute that we can kind of do this for ourselves, but we'll share our inner our innermost gratitude as we reflect back on the last hundred weeks of our practice of creation of serving our community. And I don't know how much you all know this, but uh, this has been by far ten times hardest year so far for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, in business for, for so many reasons. In uh, our master mentees at their retreat, we, we were pretty flippant and transparent about why it was hard. And I think we're going to talk about what we're grateful for, but we're going to also include some of the hard stuff that we're grateful for because of the outcome of the difficulty. And I think this is incredibly relevant to a lot of you guys right now. I just got off a mentorship call. And a few of my mentees are going through their a mini dark night of the soul like one of many and what it means and how it feels. And I'm like sitting in it with them and I'm like, I get it. We've had many dark night of the souls in our business this year. And yet always at some point you can reflect back and you can be grateful because it gave you something that you couldn't have had any other way. So as we share Mm -hmm. just the high level stuff we're grateful for, I think we're going to allude to some of the difficulties that we went through and why we're grateful for each of them. And to be honest, like being grateful for something that's really difficult and emotional and unfun, um, it, it, for me, it moves me into healing so much faster. And I don't think there's anything right now that we can't feel gratitude for. Like nothing's happened this morning that we're not there yet, which is great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're coming in with a- We have not checked our email though. We haven't checked our email in a few hours, so we're good for now. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. No one send me a Facebook message while we're recording this, please. So I can maintain, maintain the clean slate. Um, And yes, I mean, I think that at at the beginning of this year, um, our mentor kind of said something really casually that like grabbed Laura and I's attention um, right out of the gate. And he was talking about being successful at being successful and how you can kind of like create success on many different levels, but especially for entrepreneurs, like the, the maintenance, the longevity is not particularly a skill that uh, a lot of entrepreneurs have, I think. And um, that might be me just speaking for myself there, but the, the being successful at being successful, I was just like, oh, tell me everything you know about that. Like I want yeah. however long the successful nurse coach is, whatever the runway is, I don't ever want to be a speed bump in the road, right? Like we can navigate all of the barriers and unforeseen cracks and all the all of that, but I don't I don't want to be the reason that it it falls apart and um I feel like we opened a can of worms energetically with that this year. I'm just like, okay, you want to you want to know what it's like to be successful at being successful? Like, here's an open can of whoop ass for 2023. Yeah. Like, here here we go. <laughs> um, and it has been nothing but, frankly, revolutionary, both like on a personal level for each of us, and also in our business as well. 
It's been yeah. huge. I mean, you just don't know what you don't know. And then you swing between like um, ignorant confidence, which is helpful sometimes and necessary and fake it till you make it vibe. And then you can't fake it like because you've made it and there's skills and knowledge that you need for it to go well, for it to have longevity. And I think hiring, that was the first on our list was being grateful for our mentor, uh, Scott Oldford, because I think he's helping us see things from a perspective five to 10 years out that not a lot of human beings could hold or mm-hmm. that we would trust. Uh, and he's like an entrepreneurial Yoda, you know, like Shelby and I will be all up in arms like, oh my gosh, this happened. What do we do? I'm kind of freaking out. And he'll be like, oh, well, is that the easiest way to handle it? And like your heart rate goes down and you're like, well, no, Scott, that is not the easiest <laughs> way to handle it. Uh, so we we uh, invested really uh, heavily in a, we invested in a really big way for to have a, a mentor for three years that we trust to hold us not in the building phase, not in the scaling phase, not in the I want to make more money phase, but in the I want to learn how to be successful at being successful, which he said is actually very rare. And because mm-hmm. uh, then like, why do this if we're not feeling like it's aligned? And um, yeah. and then meeting so many entrepreneurs in Napa that aren't happy and it's not aligned and that they make a lot of money and they're like deeply unhappy. And one of them said, I don't even know if I like myself. And I'm like, well, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a really like sobering experience. We were yeah. definitely the... The littlest fish in the room, and mm-hmm. that was okay. Everybody was very kind and welcoming uh, and warm, even. But uh, just kind of the the vulnerability of everyone kind of like let down let down their guard, and <laughs> it was like it's been hard, and I'm tired, and this is terrible, and I don't know where to go from here. Laura and I are just like taking like mental notes of like okay don't want to end up there that I would yeah. love to avoid that if possible and I think in like I can kind of see it from a hindsight perspective now but I think that this year universe god etc all of the forces at, at play here have been pushing us and pushing and pushing to go somewhere that we've resisted for yes. a while for years and um I can say that as as of December 2023, the path forward feels very clear for the very first time. Um, yeah. With like very little resistance, but it took us about 18 months to land here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Now, it's the runway's clear. We're unsure how long it is, white it is, and what it's made out of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's still a bunch but of But there's a sense in the fog that something exists. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's one of those runways. Have you seen like the airports that like their runway backs up to the ocean or something? And you're yeah. just like, uh, we're going or and then all of a sudden it just falls out from under you. <laughs> I don't anticipate, but there's a little bit of like fear there of like, I mean, do we just keep running? When does it end? <laughs> Where like is something gonna fall out of the sky and crush me? Like I I don't I don't know. Dude, I think we probably have packed like a pink sparkly parachute that we didn't even know that we had. And we're just like probably. Oh! Yeah, that sounds more more us. But yeah, I, I think uh first big gratitudes for our mentor, and then second big gratitude, we moved right into like partnership with each other and partnership with our husbands. Because 
uh, we often say this, that uh, our husbands hold space for us in a way that make everything possible. Like, yeah, we just have ideas Absolutely. and thoughts and book trips and do stuff. And it's just always, I support you. That's a great idea. You're doing great. Like that's pretty much what we live with. And yeah. uh, we don't want to take that for granted. We're super grateful for you guys. If you guys are listening, we love both of you. Oh, I know for a fact Rob is listening. I hear him <laughs> listen every Monday. <laughs> Listens every Monday. Um, yeah, it, it's it's true. And I think that maybe we can even invite uh, a more intimate look at like the some brief logistics here. I was um, covering a call for one of our lead coaches, Amy, the other day. And one of the mentees was like, I look at Laura and I look at you and I look at Amy and you guys all have little kids and I have little kids and I just like really struggle with my time. Like, I don't feel like I have enough time. Like, and, and, and she's was, I am assuming here, I'm assuming she was holding herself to the same energetic standard of like, they can do it. Why can't I do it? And also like Rob is the primary parent in our, in our house right? Like I set my work hours, but I'm up in my office between eight or nine in the morning until about three in the afternoon, most days, most days. And he, he handles groceries and laundry and getting Ada to and from school and making sure Rosie goes for a nap. He pops in here so that I can nurse her. Like he manages our life. He's, he's our, my life manager. And if I was having to do both of those things. I think that I could do it, but I would be super frazzly. I would, I would, yeah. it would come from somewhere, you know, I would have to carve the time out somewhere else that would take away from my, my work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Evan became primary parent when we moved to Tennessee and I've actually taken back some of the primary parent stuff because I think it, I have older children and so our kids don't need as much, but they need their mama for things and they need their daddy for things. And there's these very specific mm -hmm. things that they come to mommy for and these very specific things that come they come to daddy for. But if I need to host a retreat or you and I are going to jet off to Napa or I'm going to hire my next coach for 12 grand or whatever, there's just, of course, there's no, uh, no resistance. There's no, uh, it's always a, yeah, I support you. That sounds like a great idea. Mm -hmm. There's uh, that's insane to me that that we're there. And then also in the same vein, it's like, well, if we lose everything, like we'll figure it out. We also have that conversation. It's like as we take risks, mm -hmm. we took a risk with the farm. We've taken different risks this year, and we always be like, well, worst case scenario, we'll have a good effing story about what we tried to do. <laughs> I can write a really good book and cash out on the book in the back end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that that is also something that Scott gifted us very early this year. It's just like, um, you know, he's not necessarily going to teach us how to have infinite energy, but it's like, what is your energy used best for? And like my energy is used best for, I mean, in this season of my life, like coaching calls, content and emails, podcasting stuff and, you know, being up with my baby at 3 a.m. That is where my energy is currently currently going. It's not that I have an infinite resource of energy. It's just playing playing with the cards of energy that I have. Um, and 
because Rob is home, because he is so supportive, it almost feels like I have a stack deck a little bit. Like I have two extra cards in my hand versus, you know, like seven versus five. Um, So all of that to be said, husbands, we love you. We appreciate you. It does not go unnoticed ever. Even when I'm annoyed that you left the kitchen cabinet open for the 50th time. I I'm so appreciative that, uh, that you're on our team. Couldn't do it without you. And when I, I give you shit, Evan, for going to jujitsu for the 19th hour of the week, <laughs> I, uh, I appreciate what it does for you. It makes you a happier person. <laughs> uh, you, know what, you know what shirt I was going to buy him, Shelby? I almost bought it for you, too. I have to stop buying things off, off of Facebook and Instagram, though, because I'm, I keep getting catfish. I got to stop. Oh, yeah. I probably bought a Barbie pool. Um I thought it was a hot tub. Anyway, I there's there's a shirt with Andrew Huberman's head, and it just says, "Do you even cold plunge?" And I almost yes. bought it for you and him. Everyone that comes over to my house, I'm like, "Did you bring your swimsuit? We're doing a family cold plunge." And they look at me like I have four heads. I'm like, "I'm serious. We everyone's going outside, and we're doing it together." I'm so here cool. for it. I'm here for it. Oh, well, the third the third thing that made our list is um, our team, like our, our team our, of coaches um, and Amanda, who is our mind reader, practice manager, therapist, so integral therapist. Yeah, <laughs> she's so <laughs> integral to our to our functioning day to day now. And also yeah. our coaching, our coaches, our lead coaches are the best mm-hmm. nurse coaches in existence. Um uh, I will acknowledge our bias here, but also um, they're the most experienced nurse coaches on the market. And, yeah, uh, it shows. And so we are so grateful. And I know that a lot of I get a lot of messages of like, I want to be on your team in the future. And I love the sentiment. But I want to acknowledge that like me and Laura taking messy action also translates into our team being along for the ride. And it's a lot of Hey, we made this choice. I hope you're still on board. I can honor if you're not. Um, and our team has ridden through some really intense yeah. waves with us this year. And I hope that I communicate this enough, but like so grateful to have such a squad of epic people in our corner that are flexible enough, that are in on the vision, that um want just um this business to succeed. And um it is I feel very privileged to have people that kind of like are like wherever you're, wherever you guys are going. Yeah, we're, we're you know we hitched our cart to to you. Yeah. Uh, for the for the future. Yeah. And our team really runs their part in our business like part of their own business too. So there's just, mm-hmm. I think we we talked about like the way that we lead is we don't lead it with a hierarchy. We lead with concentric circles. And while Shelby and I are in the middle and. At some point, there comes points where we have to make decisions. For the most part, it's a lot of collaboration and uh, asking for feedback and um, openness. We know that we don't know everything, and we know that we've got a really strong team around us that knows things we don't know. And it's been really fun to grow that way as opposed to a hierarchy or having a really large team. And um, we've maintained it uh, a smaller team and the team just keeps wanting to work more with us, which has been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. We love, we love our team. We love our team so much. Um, 
And then I think kind of uh, going, going hand in hand here is like our team would also kind of be nothing without our community. (laughs) And so we are so grateful for people who are in the Facebook group and like, frankly care to listen to the podcast every week and read uh, my emails. And then um, whenever I'm salty or upset about something and I share with you in my emails, how, how raw it all is uh, for you guys to text me or message me afterwards and just like offer comfort. Like it's uh, we push a lot of energy and intention out to all of you. And like, we feel it, we feel it circle back. Um, It feels very, uh, a mutual exchange. And if our community wasn't so involved or they didn't care so deeply or like just nurse coaches, I don't know if you guys were just like regular coaches and maybe not nurse coaches, I think that we're a special breed, but um, I think it would make showing up a lot harder if I'm being honest. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun to show up here in this space. Yes. We would not be relevant if uh, all of you didn't want to be extraordinary coaches and have incredible private practices. Like it's your desire for that that fuels everything that we do that makes me do workshops out of nowhere and spend hours on it or to read books Mm -hmm. or to listen to podcasts that might make me one point percent better at whatever it is that I'm currently doing for you guys. Like your passion for being the best that you can be makes me have passion to be the best that I can be in this role, in this community. And, uh, you know, this was like divine that we all ended up here. This was not, Shelby and I did not set out to be business coaches. Uh, we had two years in the game before we were approached over and over again for help. Um, so we felt, we feel like this chose us and we're trying to do it proud whatever that divine Mm -hmm. nudge was. We're always trying to do it proud. Yeah, totally. I think of um, all of the coaching programs that we have spent money on, Laura, of like other coaches that like either do straight up business coaching or do like a flavor on business coaching or business support just to simply make sure that we haven't missed anything. Like we are constantly combing and searching and in the pursuit of – because if the game shifts, the market changes, or or the rules change, we want to be the first to know. Like we want to be yeah. on the inside to be able to get that information out as soon as possible. And then I think that, um, I mean, not to like brag blatantly on us here, but I do think that that is part of what we bring to the table. Is that like, yeah. yes, I am up often, like reading new material and pursuing new things and dedicating my time to, to business coaching. Um, and I hope that that, that bleeds through, but also to, it just, especially as, as, um, the needs of our community have expanded over time. Right. It, um, I'm always looking for like different ways to phrase things or to label it or, you know, to like reach the volume of people that, that tune in to us. Um, like how can I say the same thing four different ways so I can reach 40 different people, you know, like that's, uh, something on the back end we are always doing here. Yep. Yeah. And then just, uh, like entrepreneurship. I think that when we first started, we, we really looked at ourselves as like business coaches that help nurse coaches start their practice and, and to teach some sales skills. And now we're really seeing it more from like an entrepreneurial mindset. And on being an entrepreneur in general, so there's it's it's changed shape 
And I feel like the, the kinds of practices that our clients are having has also changed. Like we have lots of okay. different types of practices that are that are happening right now. It's really fun. Super yeah, fun. Totally. Absolutely. 100. Agree. Agree, which is it both keeps it exciting for us. Um, but I think also too of, yeah, embracing entrepreneurial mindset, because if you can like have a framework for that and you could really do anything, any, any business yes. structure you could make work. And then also I think that as our programs go on and the more experience that we have, the deeper our containers become Yeah, of like the more like kind of like spinning my wheels here, but I have a group that started in August and they are like one of the most high performing groups that we've had ever. You know, like I think that people joining now, you get, you get all of the hours and the time and the experience that we bring to the table that we didn't necessarily have last year or the year before, yeah. right? So that like we can help you. I can't, I can't shortcut hard lessons for you because, you know, your soul signed up for just a couple of hard <laughs> lessons and I'll, I'll ride shotgun with you. But however, I can, I'm getting better at predicting, predicting what action, how it ricochets over the next six months and maybe intervening a little sooner of like, hey, not yet, pause focus here. And then we'll touch on that in a few weeks, um, which is not a skill I had as a new coach or new business yeah. coach at all. Well, yeah, that's, we're going to get off topic like we do, but I'm grateful for this. <laughs> but uh, I feel like uh, when I reflect, it's like now is from a consulting point of view, like we don't hold back. Whereas coaching and consulting are two separate things. When you hire a business coach, you are actually hoping for some consulting as well. So there is yeah. teaching, there's consulting, and there is coaching. And I think we do all three really freaking good. And not to toot our own horn, but I'm gonna. It's been difficult to find that out in the wild. It's been difficult. Shelby and I have been on on like hunts and we've done application mm-hmm. calls and we've looked at different programs and you usually get one or the other. Usually get like a strategist that's going to tell you what to do or a social media person who's going to teach you how to do social media, like these little components. Um, Or you hire a really deep, a higher end deep coach to help you really, really with the the deeper transformative things. But to be honest, in your business, you need a little bit of both and you need them like dosed appropriately at appropriate times. And so we're always on the lookout for different places for you guys to go after us or if you want something instead of us. And we're always willing to, if you've got a good space that you found, please tell us. Um, We just, it's been very difficult for us to find other places that have all the things for ourselves and for clients uh, at different parts of their journey. Totally. Totally. I like to think that all of the good coaches are like hanging out on a private island somewhere on sabbatical. <laughs> and then one day, one day they just all come back online and I'm like, oh, here you are. I've been looking, I've been looking for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Totally. All right. Uh, next one is, I think we were going to appreciate our coaches. And um, I mean, I've had lots of people hold lots of space for me this year. I've cried more on coaching calls this year than I have any other year. Mm. Yeah. I've asked for more help than ever before. Like Mm. I have taken 
I feel like I've reached a new level in my my people pleasing recovery this year. Of <laughs> I've taken up more space. I've asked for more help. I've cried more often. Um, I've been more like raw, like with my anger on coaching calls, like trusting someone to be able to hold that kind of space for me. Yeah, um, I've, I've realized it's very sacred. And um, God, there are just so how many? I've had one, two, three, three three, four coaches this year alone, mm-hmm. some long-term, some short-term. Um, but like it, it took all of that. <laughs> it took, it's just like, what kind of support do I need today? And I have a menu and it's like, what lever do I pull? Um, mm-hmm. And again, you know, like I mentioned before, like they didn't necessarily save me or allow me to sidestep any hard lessons. Um, but I was able to move kind of like look at it head on and move through it versus like avoid where, you know, like in this whole success, being successful at being successful theme. Um, I just feel like you got to kind of like pull all of the, the skeletons out of the closet again, even ones that you've dealt with before and you just get to repeat yeah. a little learning as you up level. And um, yeah, super, super grateful for our people. And I'm also super grateful for my coaches when I'm like, I don't want to be in a group space anymore. Will you like make me a secret offer one-on-one and I won't tell anybody about it because I just want, I want all of the space. I want the full hour. I want to share with anybody um, for those coaches who have made me those offers too. I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, all right. Client feedback. I think Mm -hmm. uh, I like, we are so grateful for all the incredible feedback we get, but I'm also grateful for the feedback I get from my mentees because, uh, man, the uh, I had an experience this year with feedback that if anyone reading it would like wouldn't even think it was negative, it was all positive. But the way that I read the feedback, the way that it hit me was that uh, it really hit me. Like it really cut me. And it cut me because of a limiting belief I had about being all in all the time and all things to all people. It was really like, I was so grateful for it. And so when it happened, I was so hurt. And I was like, this is doesn't even make sense. Like, why am I so hurt? Why does it hurt so bad? And then immediately leaving my coach a voice message in in the trigger itself while I'm I totally activated and irrational because I wanted to capture it. I didn't want it to go away. Like I wanted to capture the bigness of it, the ridiculousness of it. I really wanted to pull back the layers of all the parts of my ego that were screaming. And this was like sleeping parts of my ego. And uh, and then on the call, our coaching call, like dissecting it. And that was one of the most, that the biggest leaps forward I made this year was the results of that. And so I share this story with you guys because a lot of our clients are listening. Keep giving us the hard feedback. Don't don't pussyfoot around. And I, I promise you if, you, if it was you that made me cry, I appreciate it. But also for you guys who are eliciting feedback from your clients. So when you get something that isn't just stellar or perfect or it makes you feel any type of way, bring it to your mentee, your mentor, bring it to us because I think client feedback is just right. It's like a, a field for growth. I'm so grateful for it. Like I'm so grateful for that experience. I was not grateful 
on the Tuesday that I read it. Uh, but by Friday, I was grateful. And to be honest, it unlocked another piece of me as a coach. Um, so I'm mm. so grateful for for all of the feedback, the good and the bad. Yeah. I remember that Tuesday. It was a little rough. It was a little Yeah, a little you, you kind of are. I remember you going, mm, there is space for this not to mean anything. Uh, and there's also <laughs> space for it to mean something. And I'm like, oh, I mean, it means something. Oh, I am. <laughs> Bitch, this is something. And uh, But I wanted it. I didn't want it to go away. I wanted to like, it's so rare to get that triggered for me in my in my everyday that I'm like, ooh, there is gold at the bottom of this. And yeah. I don't want to gloss over and I want to share it, the messiness of it, because I could clean it up on my own, but I probably wouldn't get it all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. Totally. It's very... <clears throat> um. And like, just as an example of like watching Laura like move through that, uh, I, you kind of like clued me in of like, this is really hard. And then, you know, it's like, there's space for it to mean nothing or space for it to mean something. <laughs> like there's, uh, it's so hard for us not to coach each other. Like I really, I try my best to not, you know, just like hold, be a friend, <laughs> hold the space, you know, <laughs> don't be an ass. Um, Cause I know you have people in your corner, you know, that could probably hold better space to you that are less attached to the outcome. And, and, but like Laura moved through that whole thing in like less than 72 hours, you know, like <laughs> yeah. that in the moment, I'm sure that it felt like it was never going to end. And the spiral was really big, but because you leaned into it, because you chose this as a learning lesson, like how yeah. quick that can be right. And then you arrived to your awareness and then you let it fucking go. Right. You know, that yeah. you're still talking about it every week over and over and over again. Um, no. so it's really cool to watch, watch, watch you process. And, um, one time I was, I think this was last year, but I was processing some client feedback and with my coach and they're like, well, Shelby, what would you want them to say? And I was like, that they love me, that they worship the ground that I walk on, that I can do no wrong. And they're like, isn't that highly manipulative? And I was like, yes, I know. But it, I still, that's what I want. That's what I, that's what I desire. <laughs> and oh, so just, gosh, yeah. um, you know, that like creating this bubble to where um, all of your clients are obsessed with you all of the time is highly unrealistic and so unhealthy and like it's codependency 101. And if you are listening to this being like, I get triggered AF whenever my clients aren't happy. One, great. That means you're doing your job. You're stirring the pot. You're not placating. But if you are having a big response to this, I, we encourage you to sit with it. Talk to someone about it. Talk to your coach about it. Deconstruct it a little bit because there is space. There is more powerful space for you to hold for yourself and for your clients if you are feeling yes. triggered this way. Yeah. 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 Uh, good coach is going to trigger you. And I've had two male coaches trigger me, like go for the jugular, which was interesting to have, have happen. And I'm so grateful for it because it takes bravery to do that. But I also realized this year, Shelby, that for you and I to do what we do well, we're going to have to be the villain in some people's stories. Like it's, mm -hmm. I just realized that that that's just there's a percentage of people that are going to see me and you as villains and have stories about us. We're going to be deeply under misunderstood, and if we don't, then we're probably not doing what we do to the best of our ability. And this is true for mm -hmm. anybody almost across the board. Um, this is true yeah. for uh, let's think of like a, 
a musical artist, for a musical artist to be the best at what they do, there's going to be a small percentage of the population that freaking hate their music, talk shit about their music, and hate them because of it. Yeah. And same thing with artists. Like if all the high-level artists, there's going to be a percentage of the population who thinks it's it's overpriced BS and they're going to get attacked for it. Uh, I'm I'm okay with that now. Like it's just we're going to have to be that for some people um, to do what yeah. we do well. And you guys listening, you are too. As you, <laughs> right? Like we all get to be the villain. Sorry to tell you. Yeah. yeah. All right. What else are we thankful for? We are thankful. Oh, this is like one of my favorite things that I'm thankful for. Um, <laughs> I'm thankful that we were ballsy enough to launch one of our offers, the the preceptorship. And those of you who've been around for a little while, you probably know what that is. It was an offer we had that was live in 2022 um, as a test. And this test, I know, impacted a lot of people. It served a lot of people. It was like a good, it was a good offer. Like it was comprehensive for the price point. Like it was an insane deal. Um, yeah. And... We measured metrics for 12 months on that offer. And in case you've missed it, our our goal here at the Successful Nurse Coaches is to help nurse coaches make money. And no one, okay, that's dramatic. Not nobody, most. Overwhelming majority of people did not make any money in that offer. And that was our biggest, um, kind of like our biggest gap that we were measuring the whole year of like, can this work? Can this work? Can we can we have a mid-tier offer that's lower, um, that's a bigger group space? Can people, you know, like I don't want to project what I think. I kind of want to know. And um with a full full transparency here, I mean that offer made us like a quarter million dollars selling mm-hmm. that offer. Um and it, we whenever we sat down to assess it, we just didn't, we knew that it wasn't the thing. And so when it starts to not become the thing, then you get on app calls and you talk to people about it and your energy shifts around it and it just starts to feel not in alignment very, very, very quickly, probably within like two to three weeks. Um, And then we made the decision to just basically completely trim that offer altogether and Mm -hmm. be done with with that iteration of it um, because if you're going to spend five grand, I would rather you spend five grand on a one-on-one coach and buy our course. You know, like I really do think that there was a better way to spend money um, because a lot of people, while they got a lot of value in that space, many folks yeah. hid and didn't take action. And that kept me up at night. Like it drove me insane. So um, I love that we can try something with really good intention and just be like kind of ruthless and like, this isn't working and switch gears and be really transparent. Like the people that were in that space, they kind of ended up with a sweet deal um, mm-hmm. because we ended up over. Which I love. Yeah. 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 And, and I've actually been really loving how we wrapped up that space. But um, I think, and even like kind of like the, the stories of, of the really seven, eight, nine figure entrepreneurs that we hung out with in Napa. I think that it's kind of like you're doing something and it's working, 
but then you start getting whispers of like, it's not working, but then you kind of feel attached to it and you double down. And again, I just, it's so much easier to kind of like cut it as soon as you know, like as soon as you have a knowing about it, you kind of have to take action on it. Yes. Um, And this is how I think this translates to new coaches. It's just like, y'all, you're going to have to try so many things and time in the game as a coach that there's still space to, to pivot, right? Like you don't have to ever have it all figured out. I just think that if you lead with a lot of transparency, then yeah, then it helps. Yeah. We trimmed that offer, not because it was a good income move or business move. It was a bad business move from our bottom line and from a strategy standpoint, if making money was the goal, but for impact, like it was, we doubled down on the offer that we knew had the most impact instead of uh, honestly appeasing our community with something that they thought they needed that we knew wasn't working. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, our strategist at the time, I think it was around the time we we switched strategists, but our old strategist would not have been happy with that. She would have thought that we were nuts <laughs> with getting rid of that offer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean- <laughs> It's not it's not a nominal amount of income yeah. either, right? Like um yeah, but it's we had a lot of like aspirations, you know. You you dream big and you shoot you shoot for it and then uh, then then there's reality <laughs> as yeah. well. And so yeah. um uh, I've seen a few other people, coaches, course creators even in the space that have kind of been doing something similar as of lately. Yep. Which is like, I'm no longer aligned with this body of work. And so I'm not offering it anymore. And people are kind of confused by that of like, why, why not just leave it up? Like if, even if you make a hundred dollars a year, isn't it worth it? And I mean, for me, the answer would be no. Like if, yes. if I really don't believe in something and I really don't align with it, then it's just like an energetic weight every time I have to tend to whatever problem it's causing me. Um, you know, it, it the the energy just gets so heavy so fast. And yeah, um, yeah. you know, we, we, we went for it and we changed our mind. <laughs> and you can go <laughs> for it and change your mind too. <laughs> yeah. All right, we've got a few more here, and uh, this one's interesting. This is my own term, but I think I'm really grateful for naive loyalty. I think that Shelby and I made a lot of decisions quickly, the best of our ability, and uh, from a naive standpoint. And uh, naive loyalty to me is um, giving people loyalty that's not earned, but just because I liked them. You know, mm-hmm. like, well, I like you, so I'm loyal to you. And that's not loyalty and and, and liking someone uh, deserves a little more examination and due diligence, I would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you and I are very similar in this way of like, I like you, you pass a vibe check. So I'm just going to trust you with my bank account login, you know, like, <laughs> wow, risky business right there. Um, and Laura and I operate highly from our intuition, um, even from like a human design standpoint, Laura and I can like make decisions very quickly. We're designed to make decisions very quickly, but I think that there has been space this year of like pulling apart the, I like you, but like, what does that mean? Like, I like you as a person and is there space at you for my, at my business table, you know? And those, 
neither if the answer is no, that that doesn't mean that we don't have to like them anymore. Right. It's just, right. um, and I know we're speaking vaguely about this and I appreciate your patience with that. We're probably not going to get into any more detail about it, but it's, um, we were used, we grew so rapidly and have been drinking from the fire hydrant and being able to manage for so long. And it's really actually kind of like worked out for us. Um, but now just being able to like take a pause before yeah, kind of doing anything, anything. because because the, the ripple effect now is significant. And I don't think that that was clear to us until like the back half of this year of just like yeah. minor decisions and how they, they flow out to where before, um, God, the, the, the growth phase was so insane. I couldn't even tell you what decision I made the week before, you know, no. like it was so it's going bad. from like, what do you want for dinner to what restaurant do you want to buy? You know, like it's, yeah. uh, you know, what you want for dinner. It's like, well, whatever. And then what restaurant do you want to buy? Mm, I should probably take a, a night to sleep on it before <laughs> I decide. Um, yeah. So I think that that's just part of our own maturity as business owners, as human beings, as uh, walking the walk of trying to be successful at being successful. And um, if we can help any of you with that as you go, if, if you're listening to this really vague conversation and it's like in resonance, <laughs> hit us up. I'm, I am willing to pass this on. Like this is, I would freely pass whatever this lesson was for on to anyone who, who wants to learn it. Um, so slowing down for new decisions. And then I was just going to say personal, personally, I'm so grateful for my farm. I love going out to see the animals every day. It forces me to be outside. There is something special about farm life. I haven't figured out what it is, but it is the life for me. I'm so grateful for it. It's, it's created a lot of space for me. Um, mm. yeah. Yeah. And retreats this year. We will have a we will have a retreat here on the farm this year, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, I'm personally grateful for uh, my health. It's like been yeah. the the first year in a really long time um, where everything has just been fine. It's been normal. I haven't uh, like last year. I literally lived between my OB, the high-risk OB, and the cardiologist. I was there all the time, necessarily so, but it's just been kind of nice to like live my life uh, this year. And um, I get another scan in January. And so we'll, I'm, I'm really, truly, for the first time ever, anticipating good news of like, now we're back on track. That was a crazy four-year blip in time <laughs> for me. Um, but yeah, just like the health of, my whole family really just that like my girls have strong and healthy hearts. And, um, I know that that chapter for me will never be fully closed. Like I'm always going to have this like really intimate awareness of, uh, how fragile life is. Cause I'm going to get to be with it about once a year, every time I get a CAT scan. Um, but it kind of feels like the dust is settling mm. there and, Dude, that was so much for so long. So mm. it dictated, it, it, you know, it dictated everything all the time. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, dude, thanks for riding shotgun with me on that. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been a doozy. It's been a doozy. 
We signed up for the deluxe life, Shelby. We signed up for the deluxe package with a lot of the things. And uh, yeah, I'm super glad that you have the deluxe package life. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> uh, so good. Oh, man. Okay. Well, this episode is officially long enough. You've listened to us <laughs> long enough. Go on about all of the things we're grateful for. And um, yeah, maybe maybe take a pause with us and just reflect on some things that you're you're grateful for. Maybe even some hard lessons that that have taught you something this year. And uh, we, as far as we know, I plan to be here for a hundred more episodes. I'm thinking that 2024 is going to hold some new things for us to talk about on the podcast. Yeah. And um, I'm alluding a little bit to um, I'm alluding to the 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 soft launch of something new next week but stay tuned uh 2024 is gonna be a lot of fun a lot of fun yeah new new air in the lungs absolutely all right guys thanks for hanging out with us see ya (laughs) 